This is the Milo Sweet Podcast, where you learn to be resourceful, find quick and clever ways to overcome life's challenges, and guess what? Achieve more with less. Use what you have to get where you're trying to go. Learn to do difficult. And for excuses, get rid of them. I mean, all of them. They're dead to me. Let's go. Hey, okay, so today we're going to get really uncomfortable and we're going to think about all the things we build our life upon. So let's go back. Let's go back to when you were five, four, three. I think I can't remember till I was five. So I remember when I was five and here's a memory when I was five. My brother put, oh my gosh, I can't believe I'm sharing this. He put my toothbrush in the toilet. I didn't know about it. And I think this was when I was five. And I brushed my teeth with it. Mm, Hopefully the water was much more sanitary then. Maybe there was something in the toilet. Maybe it wasn't. And when I found out about it, because I found out because he was laughing at me. And if my brother is listening to this, please, please correct the story. This is based off my memory. If I'm wrong. And then I did the same thing to him. My mom was livid. Um, So she was mad because she had to throw the toothbrushes away. Also, like we were being wasteful and we continue this prank amongst ourselves. So me and my brother had a, 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 let's say a lifestyle or childhood like where we would definitely raise it up a bit. Um, And I also remember uh, hashtag Chuck E. Cheese. I don't even know if people still go to Chuck E. Cheese. I tried to take my kids, I think once and... I didn't remember the pungent foot odor smell and I just couldn't. I was like, and they sell food here. It was really hard for me to process. Uh, no shade if like, I do remember. Okay. So no shade if you take your kids there, but I just remember my local Chuck E. Cheese that I just couldn't do it. I was like, uh, this is not going to work out well for your girl. But from my childhood, I was going to say, I remember having a party at Chuck E. Cheese with my cousin. Her birthday is a couple of days after mine's and we shared a party. And from my kids, perspective I remember Chuck E. Cheese pizza tasting tasting really good so as an adult I was trying to relive that memory of the pizza tasting good with my kid going there and I want to say she was like one or two maybe it was between one and two and I got there and I was like dude we can't be here I can't even smell this place let alone sit to watch you play and what are you playing in my brain just started it was too much And then I was like, and they're making food here? That should be in a totally separate place. Like, it should be like a clear door that says, this is food funk. I mean, this is food. And this is foot funk, like from your foot. And like, I know I'm in a different place because I just had so many questions. And I'm like, where is the smell coming from? And why can't they seem to get it out? Like, is my kid going to come home and just completely just change her odor for life? Okay, so why does it even matter? So when I was an adult, I wanted to go back to Chuck E. Cheese because of a memory it gave me. We have a lot of memories from when we were kids. Yes. Some of those are gut memories. Some of those are really hard, horrible memories. Okay. But they're memories. And those memories are sometimes the foundation to which we build our life on. We make them true for us. We make decisions on them. They're embedded in every form of your thinking. Think of your foundation as a type of lens you see the world through. So let's just say the lens is super cracked and it's muddy and it has a glare and 
it's super bright. It's like looking at the sun when it's rising and you're trying to drive and it's raining outside. It's just super hard to see. Or late, late at night when you have a car right behind you and they have their brights on and it's snowing and then there's a car coming head on. That's Those are the kind of lenses we see we can see things through. And we're making decisions off of that. Do you, first off, want a 7-year-old, a 5-year-old, a 10-year-old to make decisions for you in your life right now? When every decision you make right now is super, super, super important. Like, like right now in 2020, we're in some make or break you decisions. These decisions are super, super important. Do you want to deal with them? There's some things I love about my seven-year-old self. Like I remember I loved reading and I loved writing and I loved talking. And being allowed as a kid to embrace those things creatively has led me to be super comfortable with just who I am right now as a, you know, a grown woman. And I'm grateful for those. And they were great tools for me for dealing with stress, for dealing with rejection, for dealing with hardship, for dealing with milestones. Sometimes you accomplish something and like you're like, okay, now what do I do? Um, yeah, reading was great for that. Writing was great for that. Talking. Uh, those things are super important. So again, let's go back to what thoughts. I, I got a lot of childhood thoughts coming in 2020. Some mostly honestly were really good. So, uh, and some weren't. And I was really surprised that I was able to deal with them, that I was able to figure out, oh, that's why. You know, like I was talking about just like seeing a lot of the social unrest brought back a lot of memories that I I really felt like I had really dealt with. But it's like the imaging of constantly seeing all these things, even though it's great to have a platform to talk about some of these things. I think sometimes in the way in which they were talked about and in the nature in which it was constantly broadcast was just too much. And also it was not giving the world tools to actually talk about it. I'm not into like a lot of, um, I don't know. I like having a discussion and I like both parties leaving if possible at the end of the discussion to take action um, that rewrites previous behavior. So to me, that's like the the best result. Um, I, you know, this is the first thing I've actually lived through. I didn't live through other times in history where change like this happened. So I think for me, you know, I'm not sure the right way, but I know that there's a way that I feel is right in my heart and I don't see that always happening. So that makes me, you know, I think it makes it harder because I can't just say what I've experienced in life and then and then freely talk about it. There's like these rules in which you talk about it. And if you say this, then you're part of the problem. If you say that, then you're hateful. I don't know. So for me, I just feel like just say what you're thinking. And then let's dissect it and, and work on it. Because if we can just get you with your current thoughts to put you in a better place, that's most important. So how have your thoughts affected you? How have your experiences from your childhood affected you? And a lot of times we'll say, well, I don't know. I don't, I'm not sure. Well, this happened to me. And then we just label ourselves as the person that this happened to. But what if you no longer had to live life with those those glasses on or from that lens or from that perspective? What if you could just live life? I look at your foundation as a bag that you can put on your back, on your back. And you can just easily take things out of it. You could remove the bag. You can throw it away. You could burn it. Uh, 
um, you can refinish it, reupholster it, put new fabric on it, um, redesign it. There's so many things you can do, but you have to decide is what's in the bag worth carrying through, throughout your life. It, are the glasses you're wearing helping you see things clearly? Because what I find happened is this. If you're seeing things through the lens of trauma or some bad experience or neglect or lack or maybe you had extreme abundance and you don't have that now. So it's it, when you're seeing it from this perspective, you have a hard time seeing things that you experience as is. And one of the biggest gifts we can have is to see things as is so we can see where we actually want to go from where we're actually where we actually are. When you see things from your childhood, you become you kind of deny the present, which makes it hard for you to actually take practical logical steps to the next place you need to be. If you're not able to see where you're driving, then you don't know if you missed your stop, turned the right place. I mean, you don't know. You don't know if you're about to hit something or if you just feel like you are and you're freaking out and it's nothing. The other part is you think things that are happening in your childhood are happening to you now. And sometimes they're not. So I've heard people say, the reason they did that to me is da 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 And then I think like, Ugh, there's a long list of reasons and that could be on the list, but I don't see that as the only reason. Like there's times where I've experienced perceived racism but I don't know if it was racism and so I know racism could be a multiple choice on the list but I can't say that is the reason like recently I was the only person towed out of a group of white people to change my mask we all had on cloth masks and I was told that I needed to change to a surgical mask and I was handed one okay no one else was handed one the reason they gave me was because, what is, what's the reason? Oh, it was because they prefer those over cloth masks, but no one else was given a, a new mask. So, okay, no one else looks like me. In that case, I would say racism would be high on the list. We had similar, the, our masks were made the same. It wasn't like mine's were va- was vastly different. And so it was weird for me that for two hours I didn't see anyone else wearing or suggested to wear that mask um can i confirm for sure that that was racism no i think if i i if i go back and i see a pattern of that then i think sure but i said okay this time that's odd and if i have if, if it happens again i'm gonna i asked why and she explained but if it happens again I'll, I'll mention my experience from last time and say hey last time you said that but i didn't see anyone else wearing that no one else was instructed um so how is this decision being made again that's how I would deal with it so I don't want to put all the burden of my past experiences on this one person that's not fair I also don't want to be in a situation where I can control the narrative and not speak up for myself as well and I don't want to escalate the situation if it is in fact racism I want to just provide education and get her to draw the conclusion that if it is a rule then you keep it for everyone If it's not a rule and it's just something about me, then you need to work on changing, changing yourself. That has nothing to do with me. Because if, if I can't see the consistency in you enforcing the rule, then I can now say, well, I don't have to follow that. Um, so with that being said, in your personal life, anything from 2020, anything from your childhood, is there things that you are making decisions on that? 
you you fight for it, but it doesn't make sense. Maybe someone's mentioned that and you got really upset about it. Or maybe, let's say you're afraid someone would abandon you because you've been abandoned. You're afraid you'll be neglected because you'll be neglected. Maybe as a kid, you weren't really, no one communicated with you. So you feel that you, you see the world from people not wanting to talk to you. So you can't even see when people actually talk to you. You see the world and no one cared about me. So when people actually try to care for you, you don't know what it looks like. You see the world of, you know, all the guys, they, they don't treat you right. Um, so when someone comes along, you can't even recognize what it looks like. Not to mention that when you see the world that way, you actually project that onto other people. You deflect when someone gives you feedback and you project your trauma on them. And especially on your kids. So if you have negative things about yourself and they're undealt with, you will project those onto your kids. And they'll start to see the world that way. And they have a chance to see the world better. I think kids are phenomenal. So how is this affecting you? I think take the lens off. All right, that's all. It's a conversation for you to think about how things are affecting you from your childhood. We're going to dive deeper into this, into more series, into more episodes. But I feel like this is the first thought for you to think. So start thinking about that. Start paying attention to your thoughts. Start paying attention to what you're seeing, how you're feeling, how you're reacting. Because it's very hard to implement something new when you can't even notice what you actually do. I don't know what I'm gonna do. When is Corona gonna be over? I gotta homeschool my kids. Exactly. That's why this episode is sponsored by www.howtohomeschoolfromtheheart.com. Get your sanity back. Get some joy. Make some beautiful moments. We are here to help you. All right. That's another episode in the books. Hello? Hello? I said, I said it's over. Why are you still listening? Like, seriously, the episode is over. If you're still listening right now, you know what? You're probably a chronic procrastinator. Guess what? I'm still listening to. Come on, for real, seriously. We gotta go do something productive. No, like for real. No, for real, for real. Okay, you can keep listening.